As the National People's Congress came to a close last week, the main point of attention was the national security legislation on Hong Kong. For the latest on that, as well as a look at some of the other current supply chain issues and new plans for Hainan, we're hearing from our Shanghai director, Owen Haki. From the U.S. China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Owen Haki is the director in our Shanghai office. Owen, welcome back. Hey, Ian. All right, top item first. Uh, The NPC finished up last week, and I know Hong Kong dominated the news there. Uh, But what else do people need to know about what happened? Yeah, the National People's Congress closed last week. Major areas of interest include the announcement of Hong Kong's national security legislation, which, as you've seen, this caught most of the headlines. Most manufacturing and retail companies that we work with have their operations in mainland China, uh, but many financial services companies are in Hong Kong. The primary concern I'm hearing speaking with companies is about what the legislation means for movement of capital uh, using Hong Kong. Uh, We know there are many financial services and investment companies in Hong Kong, and many companies also have uh, finance functions and holding companies in Hong Kong to support their businesses in the region. Uh, So this is something that uh, companies are watching closely. We don't have details on it yet, um, but it's something that's on the mind of, of many companies when you're looking at that issue. On the economy, the outcomes of the NPC, they indicated employment is China's top priority, uh, which is expected. Um, It was indicated China will not have additional COVID-19 stimulus uh, measures planned, but they did indicate that they will be flexible uh, should the situation change. And if there is stimulus, that it would be targeted to support smaller, uh, medium-sized businesses and also individuals. On foreign investment, uh, China's premier, uh, Li Keqiang, emphasized opening to foreign investment will continue. In meetings with the National Development Research Center, they said that they will prioritize foreign investment projects in the telecommunications space, new materials, and advanced manufacturing sectors. Um, They also noted planned reductions for the negative list that does have restrictions on foreign investment. This is something that we've tracked very closely in the past. Uh, We expect this to come out sometime soon, and I'm sure we'll be reporting on it for our membership. Okay, so I I fear we've been fielding a lot of questions from companies about supply chain impacts of both COVID-19 and bilateral tensions as well. Uh, What do you have to share there? Yeah, I've been spending some time recently talking to companies about supply chain uh, and their investment and kind of the impact of COVID-19 and also U.S.-China tensions on supply chain and, and their operations. Um, We have quite a bit of companies asking questions about supply chain as well, uh, often receiving uh, questions about the impact and and of the U.S.-China tensions going on. How does that impact global supply chains and supply chains tied to China? Uh, Most the challenges on capacity and logistics that uh, were in China due to COVID-19 have greatly improved and are back to normal, as most companies I speak with say. Um, Though companies with global supply chains still face challenges as there are restrictions still across the globe in different locations, depending on their uh, situation with COVID-19. The question that we get asked often from folks is, are companies moving out of China? Um, In conversations I've had with our membership, uh, this is not the case. For companies selling in the China market, they continue to invest in the local supply chains to supply the market and to be competitive there. Um, for companies that are exporting, uh, they've been diversifying over the past years, uh, but um, haven't seen a strong push outside of China since many product categories in China are still competitive, such as electronics products. Um, though they are uh, export side, you're seeing more of an impact uh, due to slowdown in global demand in the EU and the U.S. 
Uh, we're talking about supply chain a lot, and we're going to be talking about it in more detail, actually, in our annual meeting on June 9th and 10th. Uh, we have a great panel. I'll also be speaking on it. Um, it's a digital program, so if you're interested in joining uh, and learning about supply chain issues and, and other issues that we'll be talking about in that program, I encourage you to join that. Yeah, absolutely. Registration is still open, and I will include a link in the description for that. Um, last but not least, uh, there are plans afoot for changes to Hainan's free trade area. So what's new there? Yeah, also of interest this week is that uh, China announced plans for its southern island province in Hainan that would include exempting uh, imported goods from import tariffs eventually, um, tax benefits, and also uh, notes facilitation of cross-border capital flows. We don't have uh, any significant real detail on this yet, uh, but the province is important for uh, many of our member companies, particularly in healthcare, uh, tourism industry. Um, there are also new infrastructure projects that are going to be launched in the Hainan province that may present business opportunities. So uh, it is an important development, I think, and we have had a lot of interest in our membership since April 2018 when uh, Hainan was established as a free trade zone. Uh, but we haven't seen uh, too many uh, changes um, that would impact business since then. There's been some reforms on healthcare side that could bring uh, products, healthcare products, medical devices into the province. Um, but uh, this plan could expand things a little bit more and, and make make create more business opportunities uh, potentially for businesses that uh, want to be involved in Hainan. A number of our mem members will be watching this uh, to see how it plays out. We'll also be uh, likely writing a more in-depth analysis on this uh, that will be coming out and sent out to our membership here uh, in the coming weeks. All right. As always, thanks for that rundown of the week. Thank you and good speaking with you. We'll hear from you again in a few weeks. Again, Owen Hockey is the director in our Shanghai office. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council. You can learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review. And you can also keep in mind that we actually have a second podcast as well called the China Business Review that is a partner to our digital magazine where we cover a wide range of issues in the U.S.-China relationship. So check that out as well. As always, thank you for listening and we'll be back next week.